0: Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. In Bill Brooks' last episode, he talks to multi talented teen Ariana Fox. Ariana shares how, despite her youth, she can do a lot with her creative abilities.
1: Welcome to Creatively Christian. My name is Bill Brooks, I'm your host for today. Bring you another creative Christian. Our guest today is a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, a CEO slash girlpreneur, actress, voiceover actress and influencer, and as well as a preacher. And she's not even old enough to drive yet. Please, it is my pleasure to introduce Ariana Fox, how are you? How are you, Ariana?
2: You're doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a pleasure, and it's so great to meet like-minded Christians as well.
1: Thank you. Uh, so, is all of that true? Did I say?
2: Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> as far as so the, the preaching side, I, I inherited that from my daddy, who's also he's a licensed minister, and my my mommy is as well, I believe. So, yeah.
1: Awesome. So, I'm, I'm sure that you have First Timothy four. 12 memorized uh, do not let people look down on upon you even though you're young
2: yeah no that's it's such a good such a good scripture and so true
1: <laughs> so I have this guitar behind me is older than you are
2: <laughs> I was noticing it I was like it's beautiful I I uh I, I don't do electric guitar but I just got an acoustic guitar not too long ago and I'm learning it oh cool so, yeah awesome. For guitar we'll add
1: me. musicians to that list next time you come next time you interview with us <laughs>
2: Learning, aspiring, failing, but liking musician. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. That's that's the journey.
2: True that.
1: Uh, so my information says that you are 14. Is that still correct?
2: It is indeed. Yes, I am 14 years old.
1: Awesome. So you didn't have a birthday in in between
2: that. No. Um, no, my birthday's coming up.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so you have written two books. Contributed and written for magazines. You're an insp- inspirational speaker, inspiring speaker. Uh, you're an actress model for clothing and toys. Uh, something tells me you don't have much time to actually play with the toys, play with the Xbox that you're modeling for. Uh, you're a girlpreneur. Uh, what company have you started? What?
2: My business is Big Ideas Kid Coaching and I also did just want to mention that I'm actually uh, I have three books out now so
1: Three books so that did change by the time That one changed yes <laughs> So what is the, the name of your company?
2: Big Ideas Kid Coaching.
1: And what what product do you, Oh, you coach kids?
2: many things. Well, yeah, that that included. So uh, Big Ideas Kid Coaching is really just like the tagline says, inspiring success. Um, it was originally started for kids, but now it's kind of really extended to kids, teens, young adults, even adults. Um, essentially, we what we do is uh, coaching Big Ideas speaking events. Um, and I'm, I'm basically many, many speaking events through that. Um, and then uh, book, the books that I'm writing, all that stuff, those are all under products that we sell under the umbrella of big ideas kid coaching but yes we are definitely getting into coaching more and more recently yeah
1: awesome and uh so when did you start doing these things if you told me yesterday i believe it (laughs)
2: <laughs> well no um actually they're all very different different times um for very different things so probably the one of the first things i started doing was acting because what i would do was i would at, at an extremely young age probably around 4ish maybe less i would just run around the, the living room uh fanatic fanatically or uh, frantically should i say and uh be different characters and it was uh. all production and there it was pretty much the first experience of acting that I had in my life so it was really fun and I still do it but um around four years old was um when I first realized I wanted to be a writer and an author when I grew up and this is a really interesting story I told my parents around four years old in my tiniest little voice I said I want to be an author when I grew up yay and my parents were like wait a minute that's awesome but why wouldn't you grow up Why wait? Why Uh, start now? And uh, so that really, really inspired me to continue, you know, to well to start really, to start writing and the things that, that I was doing. So I started with a children's book, uh, eventually worked my way up to a sci-fi novel that's now best an Amazon bestseller. And now I have my sci-fi slash young adult fantasy out. Um, but that's the writing side, the speaking and okay, well, the entrepreneurial side started around six years old, because my parents always, always had you know, entrepreneurial spirit. (laughs) And my my daddy who had been working for a while and then his entire department just got like, they fired everybody because there's a corporate takeover. And so he decided to just start a business. We we all decided to take a, a leap of faith and do a family business together. And so ever since around six years old, I would be going with my parents to business chamber mixers and giving people our spiel of what we did, uh, our family business, Flash Design Works. And I'd be like, hi, I'm Mariana Fox and I'll give you a business card and all that stuff. And it was, that was pretty much when I started that. So I've always had entrepreneurship in my life. And around 10 was when I started uh, the motivational speaking aspect of things um, and published more books, so yeah.
1: Wow, awesome. There's a proverb, I'm I'm trying to remember a proverb right now, Uh, train, a child when they're young in, in yes. the way they should go.
2: Yes, train up a child in the way they should go. Exactly. And that is and that is exactly what my parents did. Another thing I forgot to mention was boys overacting, which is a huge part of what I've been doing this year, um, especially with how crazily indoors everything has been. Um it's been really nice to have a, a studio from home. Um and uh and so I started that at also at a very young age. I'm not sure when I started that but I know that my daddy has always been doing voiceover work. So I just kind of followed in those footsteps and then decided to do my own. So I do a lot of accents, I do different characters, um, you know, all that fun stuff. So yeah, but no, you're exactly right. And I love that proverb you just said. Um, we 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 talk about that a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So is it too late if you don't start at four wanting to be an author? Let's say, <laughs> let's say not a,
2: at all.
1: <laughs> you know, asking for a friend. Let's say you're about 51 and you decide <laughs> no. you want to be an author. Is it too late?
2: Not not at all. Of course not. But no, in all seriousness, though, that's another thing I tell people. I, I love to tell kids that it is never too early, but I also tell a lot of adults that it's never too late. When it comes to like like acting for example Morgan Freeman I remember I heard that he didn't get started acting until he was in his 50s and yeah. so it you know and so and and now he's one of the most if you hear his voice you know it's Morgan Freeman you know so yes. I think that definitely is 100% not too late I know um I'm also a, a certified bilingual in English and Spanish and I am learning French at ASL so I'm a kind of an aspiring polyglot and one of the things that really inspired me was there was this man who um he started learning languages they you know they say I don't know if you ever heard this they say that a a person's mind can only learn so many languages when they're older it's usually when they're younger that they you know retain more information and learn more languages but there was this man I heard about who was I believe in his 80s I believe he was in his 80s and he started his language learning journey then and he started learning all these languages and he he actually learned them and he didn't he, he retained the information and everything and i was just like whoa if this man who's in his 80s can learn all these languages and do these amazing things and yeah it does not matter how old or how young you are so absolutely not too late
1: (laughs) amen uh i was just thinking about uh lucille ball as well only started when she was 40.
2: yeah yeah yep
1: um so let's talk about some revelations from your journey uh i have a quote from you you say that the story i was stuck behind for a long time that I'm not creative and how changing that story freed my creative gift. Uh, Is that story that others told you or that you told yourself? Do you thought yourself that you're not creative? No,
2: I, I've always had a pretty interestingly extensive imagination when it comes to writing, when it comes to art and drawing, um, I'm pretty terrible, but (laughs) I will admit that, Um, but as far as creativity and imagination, when it comes to writing or or acting or voiceover acting, um, I mean, I've always, I think that one of the biggest things has been that I have felt at liberty to be creative and at liberty to be imaginative because my parents have really uh, supported me so much. Um, I tell people this a lot that I do not think that I would have would be writing as much now, even even if it weren't on the whole, you know, publishing level. Even still, I don't think I'd be writing as much now if it weren't for my parents and what they you know, what they they did and are doing, always doing to support. So I would say, yeah. But as far as creativity, that's something that is actually very ambiguous, right? A lot of people have different definitions of creativity. It can mean many things. I, I say that my daddy is a very creative person because he, uh, you know, he's, an, he's a great artist. He's a great gra- graphic designer. And he's great with filmmaking, which he's getting into recently. That's creativity. I say my mommy's creative because she knows how to express things. She's learning ASL, American Sign Language. And she knows wow. how to Express things in a good way, but those are completely different things. But they're still different branches of creativity, you know. So I think that it can be—it can mean many things for sure.
1: So. Keep up, by the way, keep on practicing your drawing. You will get better. You, you have lots of time on your hands. I mean, lots of years on your hands, that is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying. And uh, one thing that, since this is a creativity uh, podcast, one thing somebody, I don't know if you'd recommend this to a friend of mine who's an incredible artist, she uh, said, she said to try starting with uh tracing and you know trace things and you know as long as it's not drawings because then people think you're you know doing copyright and stuff like that but uh but you know just trace things color them in all that all that kind of stuff and kind of like get an understanding of what it's like to draw a character or something so I've been doing that I'm like hey it actually looks pretty good so (laughs) (laughs) just take away my reference and then it'll be terrible but if you add if you if you let me trace it'll be okay
1: (laughs) yep so uh I get this feeling. Now I'm going to tell the future. I'm not a prophet, but I can tell the future. I think you have many more gifts than you haven't that you haven't opened yet. <laughs> uh, thank you. I think you'll find a lot, a bunch of those along the way. So
2: thank you. I appreciate
1: it. Uh, what do you say to others who believe they are not creative?
2: I would absolutely go off of one of the last things I said that creativity is ambiguous. That it does not mean you have to be a good artist, a good writer, a good this, a good that. It is not defined by one particular thing. Creativity means creativity in any aspect. If you like if you like designing fashion or something, and you think and you think you're weird and you're weird and different than all the other artists because they like to draw, you know, manga or anime or something, you know, like that's it's still creative, you know, drawing fashion and coming up with new ideas, uh, you know, whether you're if you're a, a, an engineer, right, you know, if you're coming up with plans or things like that, uh, it's still creativity to come up with things, understand, visualize. So really, I think personally that we all have a little bit of creativity. Inside of us, it's just in different aspects and in different places. So, yeah, absolutely. When people say they aren't creative, I'm like, "You sure about that?" Because I <laughs> think you are. <laughs> I think you are. You know, and you just don't know yet.
1: So, what are you working on now? You said you have a new book. That
2: yes, I do. I have a new book that I just released. Uh, literally, okay, it's the 11th. So, yeah, uh, four days, four days ago on the side. Wow, no wonder uh, yeah. I didn't know about it. It was that?
1: No wonder I didn't know about it. Oh
2: yeah, exactly. Right. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm really excited about it. It's called Saber Black. And I think, I think as a, as a Christian, you would really get this. Um, so it's called Saber Black and it's about, it's a young adult slash fantasy sci-fi, um, book novel about a young girl or teenager actually named saber black and there are these winged people there are the Saras that are the good guys and the sendars that are the bad guys and but the thing is the main character her name is saber and she is born a sendar but fights for the Saras. So is she good, is she bad, is she both? You know, And one of the biggest things that I, I like to touch that I was really, really excited to touch on when I wrote Saber Black was the, that constant struggle between good and evil, but also between uh, what tradition, what has always been done and then what we feel in our heart we should do and okay should we go for what we've always done or you know and it's kind of like something that that a lot of people struggle with even with like the old and new testament and all kinds of stuff but it's just a really i'm really really excited to be able to help people out through this book i think it'll it'll really change a lot of lives by kind of understanding okay there is a time for both you know
1: so how can other people do likewise? How can other people find their voice artistically?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that sometimes we just, we develop interests before we realize that they're actually things that we really want to do. The interests then may develop into hobbies and then the hobbies into actual things, or it could just happen so fast. Like for me at four years old when I'm like, I want to be an author, okay? You know, like that kind of thing. But, for so- but sometimes, you know, for example, languages take my example for languages. Uh, I've always loved languages. And when I was young, maybe about 10 or so years old, I would be writing all these, f- these stories for fun. And I would I would write them and I would always include some different and unique language. I, I I wrote some that had some Greek in it and all that stuff. It wasn't that I knew the language, it was just that I loved putting stuff in from English and translating it into Google Translator. And I thought it was the funnest thing in the world. And, yeah. I, wanted to, and I wanted to take it and put it back into my stories. And then you're, and, but I never thought about learning it though. I was just like, no, no, no. Learning language? Ha, no, but they're fun. And so right. years later, years later though, when um, I actually took a break from gaming, because it had just been consuming so much of my time and a lot of my attitude and all kinds of stuff. And finally I found like, okay, I'm bored. What can I do that's going to be fun and can be constructive? And so, and so uh, I, that's when I started Duolingo and I started languages. And then I was like, wow, this is super cool. And I had this 10 day streak and it was like a hobby. And then I was like, this is amazing. So then it turned into not just a hobby, but a full-on passion. And now I am passionate about learning languages, you know, from Spanish to French to my favorite one that probably very few people know. If you do know, you get total points, Catalan. Um, and <laughs> look on your face though, oh man. Um, I love it. But yeah, so that's kind of a good example there is that sometimes we sometimes we have things we immediately know we want to do. And other times we have little hobbies that or little interests. It's like, oh, how cool. And then it turns into a pretty decent hobby. Like, wow, I, I, I like doing this. And then into a real passion. So I would just say Um, If you still think that you're not like artistically or creatively inclined, you know, just keep kind of doing the things that you like doing, you know, whether it's coloring or, you know, drawing or doing mathematical equations. It may not seem like a lot right now, but maybe in a few years, that'll be what you're, you know, what you want to do for a living or what you want to do as a passion.
1: So how do you inspire others to succeed?
2: Yeah, many ways. <laughs> so I just like the big ideas, key coaching taglines is inspiring success. And that has so many different aspects. So one of the things that I like to do when it comes to inspiring people is doing it different ways because we're all inspired differently you know some of us get inspired more through music and through listening to things others get inspired by you know seeing people up on a stage talking about how about their success and how they've gone through things and you're like wow you know like seeing people like tony robbins other people are like think that's silly but they get really into the one-on-one conversations and think that that's really powerful so there are so many different ways that we're inspired because You know, we're humans. We're unique. We're uniquely created by God. We're all completely different. And so we all have different ways of being inspired, of being empowered. So I like to try to cater to as many of those ways as possible. So from speaking events uh, to, you know, public group, large, massive speaking events to one-on-one coaching and counseling and helping kids with things going on. Uh, I I can't say counseling because counseling is is a more official thing, but coaching, yes. And that and you know also the writing books side of things because some people get inspired by reading a lot of people do a lot of people like to kind of lose themselves in a book because their 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 reality right now is not going so great so they like to kind of get into this new reality so by reading fiction that has inspirational messages so just many different ways
1: amen awesome uh i would love to be more inspiring to other people so i'm going to take i'm going to watch this again and write notes <laughs> Uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> if people want to know more about you, they can go to uh, your website, arianafox.com. Mm-hmm. Your other social media is basically any social media has at a Fox author at Instagram, at Twitter, at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just enter at a Fox author into any of those media.
2: Yep. And on LinkedIn and YouTube, it's Ariana Fox, but everywhere else, a Fox author. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And for my books, to find my books as well, you can find those all over the place. So uh, The Princess Chronicles is my first one. False Awakening is my second one. And Saber Black is my third one. Uh, You can find all those on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com. You can find those for a personalized signed copy from me at arianafox.com. And you can also find them on Books A Million and plenty of other places. Um, also, as far as any uh, booking for speaking events, because I am 100% open and available to all booking for speaking events, um, you can email me at afox at arianafox.com, which, don't worry, is monitored by my parents. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't stop behind people. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. So there you go.
1: I was not worried about you being monitored. <laughs> for those-
2: some people are, so I have to say
1: it. <laughs> Amen. Uh, let's pray for your future endeavors. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for, for being here with us. And uh, it, you are an absolute joy. And if I can borrow some of your enthusiasm and give it to my own daughter, uh, <laughs> I, I could do. I would do that. So
2: thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Let first us pray. Time.
1: Yeah. Father God, thank you very much for... Uh, speaking with Ariana right now, uh, I pray that uh, you will, your spirit will unlock so many more gifts for her. Uh, I, I foresee that in her future. I pray that she'll be able to uh, share those gifts with others and uh, enrich other people's lives uh, even more than she has been doing right now. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to speak with her. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm Bill Brooks for Creatively Christian. Join us next week when we are bring you another creative Christian. May God's grace be with you.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. To see all the resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theophanymedia.com forward slash Fox. And please note, Creatively Christian is taking a short holiday break, but will return on January 6, 2022. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at TheophanyMedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.